Welcome to the With Ross podcast. This episode is a book review of the book Die With Zero by Bill Perkins. And today, for the first time ever, I'm excited to say that this episode will be released in a video as well as the usual audio format. The link to that video, which is on YouTube, will be in the show notes, so be sure to, to check that out. Today's episode will have a lot of numbers and facts which lend itself to the visual format, so um, I look forward to sharing with you on YouTube. It's written by Bill Perkins. He's a natural gas trader based out of Houston, Texas. And I actually saw him speak a few weeks ago at the Capital Factory, which is a startup incubator in Austin, Texas. He's in his early 50s, and he's just an all-around awesome guy. He's got some great stories, and he truly lives the principles of this book. He, he lives life to the fullest. He's out living on a yacht in the U.S. Virgin Islands or traveling around the world. Just really an inspiring guy. And if I had to sum this book up in just a couple of sentences, it's to spend money on experiences, not possessions. Seek to spend all of the money that you make by the end of your life because any money that you die with is equal to wasted life energy, wasted, wasted time, time you spent doing something you don't want to do in order to make a little extra money. So the key, so let's go over some of the key ideas. First of all, to maximize positive life experiences. So many of us spend huge amounts of time researching how to make and allocate capital, but not much time, not much thought to how to allocate our life energy. The author tells an experience where in his first job, he was a, a, an analyst, an entry-level trader on the New York Stock Exchange floor and he's making $18,000 a year. And somewhere around his first year, he was, he was bragging to his boss, like, boss, I've saved $1,000. I have $1,000 saved up in my bank. And his boss said, you're an idiot. You're saving money right now? You realize that in the next decade, you're going to be making 10 times what you make right now. He's like, start living like that. Start living, you know, don't, don't be scrimping and, and living in this little tiny apartment when when you could be living well and, and reaping the benefits of this uh, lucrative career path that you're in. And he goes on to tell how some experiences can only be enjoyed at certain times in your life. For instance, you're not going to be able to trek through Nepal in your 90s or bike across America. And he, he tells this, this story about his friend who, in New York, on the New York Stock Exchange, one of his buddies, who took the summer off and went and traveled in Europe. And he took out a big loan to do it. And everyone thought he was crazy because he's missing out on, on time, earning salary, and just going to have fun. But he had an incredible time in Europe. He was, you know, he was sleeping in hostels and he was meeting friends. He made friends all over the world. And the, the author is jealous of him. He's like, that was, you know, it, financially and career-wise, it wasn't wise. But experientially, it was incredible. And he introduced this, this idea called mem memory dividends, which are these positive memories of life that you have forever. Once you experience them, these memory dividends that keep paying over time. With your life experiences, you want to front load them. You want to go do your travels, do your crazy things, do your physical activities that you might not be healthy enough to do later as early as you can talks about how most people invest money in the market in order to later invest in experiences, but we'd all be better served by just directly investing in experiences. 
and some some experiences can't be had later like i said like the physical activities like sleeping in a cheap hostel without air conditioning you know that's not as appealing when you're older or riding 12 hours on a cramped bus filled with chickens you know i i say that because i've done that in nepal so the goal as the title of the book is is to die with zero die with a zero net worth have a instead of just seeking to accumulate your whole lifetime have a peak net worth date this is something he introduces a peak net worth date and that is that you have a specific date based on how long you think you'll live obviously that's an impossible thing to to guess it could be 100 years and it could be 50 years it could be less but you can take you know he introduces some calculators that insurance companies use where based on the year you were born the country you were born your gender do you smoke do you wear a seatbelt that kind of stuff it can tell you how long statistically you're likely to live and so that that's a starting point you can use as um where your peak net worth date might be because otherwise he talks about his friends who for whom wealth was a moving goalpost they're like i'm going to quit as soon as i make 15 million dollars well they made 15 million dollars and then they're like comparing themselves to the guy making 30 million dollars and they're like okay once i make 30 million dollars then i'll quit and then once they get 30 million dollars they compare themselves to the guy with 100 million dollars so it's a moving goalpost and what you should do is be more intentional and set a peak net worth date at that point where you're no longer in the accumulation phase. And here's a quote, if you spend hours and hours of your life acquiring money and then die without spending all of that money, then you've needlessly wasted too many precious hours of your life. He quotes from the Survey of Consumer Finances, people in the age group 45 to 54 have a median net worth of $124,000 and $187,000 from 55 to 64 and from 65 to 74 224,000 then from 75 and older $264,000 so the point is as people get older the net worth tends to rise that makes sense people stay in their jobs their investments are held longer etc But the tragedy is millions of people are on track to have their wealth outlive them. They're working really hard some people to the day they die um and then they they just they die with millions of dollars, which is time they could have spent traveling, doing whatever they want, funding a a lifestyle that they would have preferred rather than just working so hard. And he brings up mortality risk, which is the risk of living shorter than you expect. for that there's life insurance but then there's longevity risk which is the risk of living longer than you expect and that's why you get annuities they protect you against the risk of living too long and as for leaving money he says give what you've allocated while you're alive in the united states the highest probability age of inheritance is 60 years old so at 60 years old most people are deep into their careers they're probably earning around the highest income they're ever going to make. They're probably close to retirement themselves. They probably own their house and they receive an inheritance. It doesn't do them a whole lot of good. So the peak or the the best time for most people to receive an inheritance is between the ages of 25 and 35. So again, he's just saying that that you know, if if you have a bunch of money and you're planning to leave it behind, do it while you're still alive. And there's a peak utility of money age. So 
if, if you think that $1 buys you $1 worth of enjoyment at age 30, it'll buy you a lesser amount of enjoyment later in life. And then the final thing, the final idea that I want to bring up is this idea he has of time buckets, that we have a lot of different phases in life, and there's certain things that you can only do in certain phases. So here's a quote. He says, That is what I mean when I say that we die many deaths in the course of our lives. The teenager in you dies. The college student in you dies. The single unattached you dies. The version of you that's a parent of an infant dies, and so on. Once each of these many deaths occurs, there's no going back. Maybe dies is a bit harsh, but you get the idea. We all keep moving forward, progressing from one stage or phase of our lives to the next. And so he lays out, there's some really cool graphics in this, in this book that I'm going to put in the video. You're probably watching it right now. But these time buckets where from 20 to 30, you can go, I've already mentioned this, travel and stay in cheap hostels and do really physical things. And then from 30 to 40, you have a little bit more money so you can go do, you know, the cruise trip. And then from 40 to 50, you can go do the travel through Europe and stay in nice hotels. And then 50 to 60, you can go travel in a sailboat or, you know, as, as you get older, things can get, you can go on the more luxurious and less physically active type of experiences. And there's, there's things that only make sense to do at certain points in your life. So that's it. That's a very brief overview of Die With Zero by Bill Perkins. Thank you.